0: If we would approach the throne of God, His mercy seat, unselfishly, and we would pray what is best for others, what's best for ourselves, it's okay to start with yourself as long as it's loving yourself correctly. We love God uh, completely. We love ourselves correctly and we love others compassionately. So I pray that you would view the people that you're praying for as God views them. And I can remember years ago when I prayed for my father to be saved, and some of you know this story, but it's quite amazing, is that for ten and a half years I prayed that my dad would get saved and go to heaven because I didn't want to go to heaven without him and I couldn't imagine that he would die before me and go to hell. And so I was just, just really concerned. Every day I would pray and pray and pray and believe and believe and believe. Well, then one day I started praying differently. Ten and a half years later, I pro- I started praying how God saw my father, and I started believing some things for him that were not had not happened yet. And it's amazing as I began to pray that the first thing that changed was me. Me and my father had kind of. Uh, up until I gave my life to the Lord, we had a perfect relationship. Then, when I gave my life to the Lord, we were at odds with each other, and primarily because of Jesus. And I even asked Him one day. I said, "Hey, the Lord had told me. He said, why, why do we get along perfectly until the name of Jesus is brought up?'" And I remember He looked at me, and uh, I don't, I can't remember if Treasure was on the porch with me uh, at His lake house and he had walked up from the lake and he was down there and I was really about this high if someone was standing down there and he put his head down like this and he thought for about three or four seconds and he went I don't know son and I thought man God was moving and so I began to pray and I'd say Lord I thank you because we make our requests known with thanksgiving we call things that be not as though they were we ask in the name of Jesus all those are scriptures we want to act like Him. We want to talk like Him. We want to be like Him. We want to believe like Him. And so I would pray and say, Lord, I thank You that my dad is saved. I thank You, God, that I see my dad reading his Bible. And this is exactly what I would pray. Lord, I thank You that my dad is, uh, is um, going to church, Lord. I see him water baptized. God, I see him inviting people to church at the bait store that we, we always go to. God, I thank you that my dad is is in love with you and he's serving you. Well, as I began to pray that, things began to happen that the only thing I can realize, number one, is that it I changed. And so I encourage you today as we're talking about prayer to pray for people and for yourself. Hey, here, here's a good prayer for us. Lord, I thank you that I'm saved. <laughs> Lord, I thank you that I love your word. God, I thank you that that I'm I am selfless, that I'm filled with your love, that I live for you, that I can't wait to grow in my relationship with you. See, pray the future. Pray that God, that you, 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 you you have revelation of His love in you and your identity of who you are. The Bible says that you're a king and a priest, that you are a overcomer that we are men and women of god that's been called according to his purpose and god wants to use us but he cannot use us when we're living selfishly so i I actually had a bunch of notes and things that i wanted to talk to you guys about today but i felt like the lord redirected me even this morning that i was redirected because i I actually you know you ever do something with god where you go he kind of whispers in your spirit to do something and then you go "Ah, i don't really think that's it and then later on he changes it on purpose where you can't you have to do it you know um that happened to me this morning in the first service the first service god this morning while i was spending time with the lord he spoke to me a word that uh, i wanted to give to you guys or that he wanted to give to you guys i guess and um and i've i've spoken to you guys about it before i thought i don't want to repeat that message again and that's ah, probably not God. Well, then I get here, and we can't get the screen to work and all this stuff. And so I say, okay, I know what we're going to do. So I preached a message that you guys have probably heard before. Now, here's the, the difference, though. Is it an intentional part of your life? Is it something that you heard? Well, that's a good story, Kaz. Or it's something that you... You let it go deep inside of you by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, by God in your life, and you go, you know what? I'm going to attempt that. I'm going to be working on that. I'm going to do better at that because it is absolutely the fundamentals of prayer. It does not get any more basic than what I'm going to talk about today, and it makes it simple for you to remember how to pray when when you're at your house or wherever you're at in your prayer closet. I want to remind us on, on um August the 8th, we start our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Now all the visitors are going, what? 21 days of fasting? What are you talking about, Kaz? Or some of y'all may going, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, on Sunday, we'll just have regular church. And then Monday through Saturday, we'll do 630 in the evening to show up here with some worship and some uh, prayer time. And it'll only be one hour, but it'll be a time in our life that You'll be amazed at how God will deal with our hearts. And so I encourage you, don't miss out on the 21 days of prayer and fasting. I talked about fasting last week, so if you want to go and listen to it online, you can. Uh, But remember, prayer is, is connecting to God, and fasting is disconnecting from the world. And so let me encourage you to do that. So here's the story, and this is really amazing, but I love how God moves in our life. I'm, I'm praying, this was literally 22 years ago, I'm on our porch swing, and I'm drinking coffee, I always spent time with the Lord drinking coffee, I still do it today. I don't think God cares that my there's no calories in the coffee I drink, so I think it's okay, okay, um, and there's no calories in our donuts, right, okay, yeah, People go, how do you do that? Well, we make them out of chicken. Okay, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever have those again. Yeah. You know? Um. So I'm praying, and I I literally prayed for probably an hour and a half, just praying for me. I really like me, you know. I, I I love me, and so I was praying and saying, God, you know, bless me, and God, take care of this, and all the things that I was concerned with, and and when I got through praying. I said, it just came up in my spirit. I just said, Lord, you know, I prayed for all the things that I want. What do you want? And he said, I want a better relationship with you. And it kind of was a revelation that just went off. I went, oh, my goodness. That's it. That's why I'm here. I'm here not for preservation, but for Transformation. I'm here that God can transform my heart so that I stop thinking like the world thinks, protecting me, and I start thinking like he thinks in love so that I'll respond to others in love. So I'll build my relationship with him, and as I do that, that is loving me. That is the very best thing, the most fundamental thing you can do To love yourself is by falling more in love with God, denying yourself, taking up your cross daily, and following Him. That's what the Scripture says. So that it just it made sense to me. So then I began to pray and say, Lord, help me have a better relationship with You. And I thought about how Jesus did that, you know, and He would spend time in isolated places with the Father. He would. Uh, he would get up early in the morning before the sun came up. Uh, he would have he he had a a location, a time, and a purpose to his prayer time. So, I began to pray that I began to say, Lord, I just want to be like you. Help me to trust in you. Help me to love you, Lord. I thank you that I am that person that I am identified in Christ. That we are living in Him. I love that scripture in. It's first John chapter four, and you can you can read it and find it. It basically says that love without love we may not be we may not know God. Without love we may not be born from above, is what it says. And so that means that we need to walk in love. He would not have told us to do it if he didn't think we could. Now here's here's the thought, y'all. What type of decisions are you making in your life every day where you're not walking in love? Because remember last week we talked about love is patient, love is kind. Love does not seek its own. Love is not boastful, it's not arrogant, it's not, um, it's not envious. And there's some more things that love is not. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Love, is, love bears all things, hopes all things, believes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, and I think I missed one or two in there. But as as we're talking about love, <laughs> if we don't attempt to walk in that every single day, then we're not loving ourselves. We're not loving others like we should. And so I, I began to just pray, and and even recently I've had a new revelation. What does it mean to walk in love? It means walking in the fruit of the Spirit is one of the things. The fruit of the Spirit, and you guys may, may know the nine fruits of the Spirit, but love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, patience, faith, and self-control. Well, that's the fruit. That means it's growing out of us, and that others can come eat from those things. I want God to send people t- into our lives that get to eat some joy and some peace, and they experience God. Now, here's what God spoke to me just this morning. I love it. It's amazing, and I love how he does things because I, I talk to him, and I go, you know, Lord, uh, help me to be understood. Today, as I'm preaching, I pray that you would help me to be understood by people, That and, and uh, Lord, help my children understand me. Help my wife to understand me, and God just kind of shut me down. He spoke to me, and he said... He said, it's not your job to get people to understand you. It's your job to act in a way that they understand me. I went, oh, man, that's good. I said, all right, Lord, <laughs> and I'm not that sharp, so I know that was God in my life. And I'm kind of going, because I'm selfish in my nature. I know none of y'all are, but that church over in Little Cypress, I know that church. You know, I'm joking, I'm from Little Cypress. Okay. So I, I hope this makes sense. The fundamentals of your prayer life, your very identity, is asking God to help you to grow in love, to grow in self-sacrificing, unselfish, sacrificial love for Him and for others. As we do this, and we intentionally do it, then our relationship with him grows, our productivity grows, and we're able to to respond to others. And this is one of the neat things. This is a scripture that I love is that we, Lord, let your Holy Spirit help me to respond to others in complete humility, in great gentleness. Well, I'm adding great and complete, okay? I'm adding my, my adjectives in perpetual patience <laughs> and bearing with one another in love. Man, I like that. We were, we were driving to Birmingham, Alabama this week to go to our GROW conference. It's a pastor's conference, and, and uh, some of our people were going with us, and wonderful, wonderful trip. But one of the things that I've been dealing with this is not medicine for somebody else. Remember, if you take my medicine, you know you might it might kill you. So you don't have to take my medicine. But I'm I'm dealing with. I want to love God. I I I want to be extreme in my love for God. And the Bible and it says love is patient. So when okay, I'm not going to be anxious for anything. You know uh, uh, the Bible says don't be anxious for anything, but in all things in prayer and supplication and petition, make yourself. Uh, make your prayers made known unto God so I'm, I'm doing that well I don't want to be anxious so I've made a decision <laughs> that I'm not going to speed okay well the seven other people in the van that wasn't their medicine you know and so guess what after we got to Lafayette they decided that Kaz wasn't driving anymore you know <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah and good job good job Amy that they they got us. Kurt, and Amy got us there faster than I would have. But this is just me. But I decided somewhere practical in my life, I'm going. I'm not going to be anxious for anything because I, I know me. I hop on the road. And I'm late for an appointment. And I, you know, I, I go three or four miles over the speed limit so I don't get a ticket. You know, you understand? I mean, well, yeah, nobody here understands that because y'all are not. Y'all are perfect. But so, so that is something I'm dealing with. What are you? Dealing with how are you growing in love? Uh, one of my favorite parts of that love scripture is love does not seek its own. You know, my quick responses that are not full of love. My, my, I guess just my own mental clarity, my own uh, ideas of what others may think about me. It doesn't even matter. It only matters what God thinks about us. And he says we're more than conquerors. He, he loves us. We're his children. And so out of John chapter 4, as I was talking a minute ago, I love this. It says that this is how God showed his love among us. And here's the key. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might, and here's the key, live not for him. We live through him. Now, there's the identity, and there's the love. This is not difficult to understand. It's difficult to communicate because we are living in Jesus so that all of our fuel, all of our um, responses are in Him. We already have the answers. and So even when it comes to moral decisions, entertainment choices, uh, the things that we know oppose God, then we don't have to give in to that. There's people that I've known for years and and they're struggling with the way they treat people. They're struggling with what they watch with their eyes. and That's just the way I am. I'm just like that. No, no, no. You are a child of God walking in His love and God wants to use you more than ever. So Intentionally pray. God, I I need my relationship to grow. Or or, I'm sorry I said it wrong because I'm so used to praying it this way. Lord, I thank you ahead of time that I've got the best relationship with you I can possibly have. That I'm just like Jesus and I meet with you, God. Just as he is Or as he was on planet earth, so am I, is what the scripture says. So not that you're going to walk around doing miracles because miracles will happen. Jesus didn't walk around looking for miracles. He was walking around hanging out with the Lord, building his relationship, and the miracles just took place. We're not pursuing miracles. We're not pursuing God doing something for us or in us. We just want to love him. And as we love him and spend time with him, the miracles take place. The, the provision takes place. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I'm, I'm praying, and I prayed all that stuff. I said, Lord, I, I, I want to be like you. The second thing, I go, Lord, what else do you want? And he goes, I want every person on planet Earth to be saved. I like, wow. Okay, Lord, I'm sorry again. So I began to pray for my neighbors, and I began to you know, put my hand toward the house and, and uh, the, across the street and think of people that I knew did not know Jesus. They didn't know this love that I'm talking about. And just like you know, if we see people the way God sees them, we will pray the best for them. We'll believe the best. And it is not best for people to not know Jesus and to die and go to hell one day. It's not best. And I don't care about that knothead at work that you have conflict with all the time. We need to pray what's best. Lord, I thank you that I have covenant with you. And, God, I see that person like you see them. And, Lord, I know they ruffle my feathers sometimes, God, but it's just because I'm not walking in love. So, Lord, I thank you, God, in Jesus' name, that that you're blessing them. And they're going to come to know you, God. And, and and you've got a miraculous plan for their life. And, Lord, they need you. Lord, thank you that you're you're revealing yourself to them you see the difference instead of poor oh god give me a new job Lord, i need a new job because it, those guys are cussing over there you know and, and uh, or i need a christian environment no you need to be in the darkness you need to let the light shine in you so you'll be in the darkness and you'll make a difference with the people that god has strategically put you in their lives our greatest ministry other than our family are the people that we're working with or we're we're working along beside, or the relationships that we have. So, that's the second thing. The third thing, they, I, I prayed and I said, "Lord, what else do you want?" The third time, and He goes, "I want you to act like me." And I said, "Lord, I'm sorry, because I haven't done that." Now, here's the weird thing: that was about 22 years ago, and Treasure can probably tell you, my wife's Treasure. If you're a visitor here, I, I probably have not acted like Him all the time. And still don't but it's an intentional process of my life that I am growing in my relationship with Jesus that I am doing something to get people in heaven because that's what matters to him those two things fundamentally and then thirdly to act like him so he will be understood from our life God is pouring out his love in each one of us Fundamentally, that's what we're going to do in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. You don't have to wait till Sunday to get started as far as the, the prayer prayer part goes. I pray that you'll start now. And, and it would change your prayer life that you intentionally go, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. I have not prayed that I could have a better relationship with you. Lord, I have not identified that I do have a great relationship with you. Uh, Lord, I, I haven't spent hardly any time praying for the lost. Praying for, I love to pray it this way. We pray for the lost, we pray for the unchurched, and we pray for the uncommitted. <laughs> because if people are uncommitted, they're not experiencing God's best for their life. Uncommitted in what? First of all, that you're praying that you're you walk in this amazing love and you walk through a relationship with him you're walking through you're walking in him so i pray those three things will absolutely change your life and you intentionally do it every single day and when you do there's a new revelation that comes on your life it's amazing so i want to pray for you i want to make sure that you are 100% sure that if you die today you go to heaven Jesus said that He was the only way. He is the truth, the way, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by Him. You know, oftentimes I make this simple. And all we have to do is accept Jesus to get into heaven. Even my buddies that led me to the Lord in college, they told me, I said, now look, if I accept Christ, do I have to do anything? They go, no, you don't. You just accept Him, you get to go to heaven. So then after I accepted Christ, they said, you need to read your Bible. I said, wait a minute told me, I don't have to do anything. I, I Even that, do I have to go to church too? He goes, No, but you'll want to. And I said, well, I don't want to right now. You know, I want to sleep late and stuff like that. But I didn't understand purpose. I didn't have a purpose for going to church. We we should go to church, obviously, to be fed a little bit and get the word of God in us. But going to church is about purpose. It's about getting more people in heaven. It's having a reason. And so began to read my Bible because God spoke to me. I was going to bed one night and I said, all right, Lord, I ask you, do you want me to read the word? I didn't even know what a proverb was and he popped Proverbs 4.13 into my head. And so I, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it and I went to my dorm, uh, the football dorm that I lived in and, and I barely found a Bible. after knocking knock on about 15 doors. Got a Bible and I looked it up and said, take hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her for she is your life. One of the first times God ever spoke to me. Should I read my Bible? Take hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Abundant life comes through the Word of God. So I encourage you. Don't just read this book as, as a, no, a novel. Read it as something magical. When you connect your heart to it, it, it helps change you into who God designed you to be so we're going to pray and, and I just ask you to be sincere and genuine when you pray this prayer with me if, if you're not sure that you're going to heaven we're going to ask Jesus to come into our life and sit on the throne of our heart so that we can be sure that we're going to heaven that we want to love him like the scripture says to love him and so with every eye closed and every head bowed if you want to be sure that you're going to heaven and you're not sure today and you want to be included in this prayer, just lift your hand up and down right where you're at. I'm not going to ask you to come forward or anything like that. I see those hands. God is blessing. Anybody else, just lift your hand up and down right where you're at. So I'll pray out loud, and you can pray right where you're at because God will change your life. Father, I love you, and I give you my life. I need you more than ever. You're my king, and I ask you to save me from my sins. Save me from the things I've done wrong so that I can be sure that I'm going to heaven. Cause me to be born again as I commit my life to you today, to love you like your word says to unselfishly, God, and to love others compassionately. God, I love you, and I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Hey, let's celebrate what God is doing. He is so good. Awesome. Hey, don't forget.